This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This guy is a machine. All he does is work out and... Early odds with Joe Ostrowski. Oregon's down by 12. They're on the 45-yard line with no timeouts. Oregon's got an all-American field goal kicker. Why didn't somebody tell me? Chicago sports betting. Touchdown, Ohio State. There are some folks who are celebrating <laughs> and others who are saying, you've got to be kidding. You kind of know what I'm thinking about. Over or under? Under would be the key word. Bet with an edge. He'd find out the kind of inside stuff nobody else knew, and that's what he put his money on. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? Early odds with Joe Ostrowski on the score. A friend of mine is very smart, said I've been very lucky with gambling. I've never won. Super Bowl 58 is tomorrow. 49ers and Chiefs right here on the score take a wild guess on what we'll be discussing over the next hour broadcasting live from the score hyundai studios presented by your local hyundai dealers we'll hear from a professional better a former odds maker a sports betting expert and i'll share my favorite props for the big game it remains san francisco a two-point favorite and the line hasn't moved in about 11 days now total has barely budged sitting strong at 47 and a half throughout Everyone wants prop bets when it comes to this game. And remember, it all started with the Bears back in 85 Super Bowl 20 because everyone knew that the Bears were going to smoke the Patriots. So they wanted to see what was going to happen, and they posted the fridge to score a touchdown. And that's when prop bets were born. That excited so many bettors. It started, I know, 20 to 1 at one spot. I've heard some put up 50 to 1. And it was bet all the way down to two to one. That's how much action that specific prop bet was getting before they were such a big thing. So the long shot on the board at one time hits, and it was a game changer for the sports betting industry. Now thousands and thousands of creative bets available, new ones every single year. Let's hear from a pro better to kick things off this morning on Early Odds. Here's Bill Krakenberger on BetQL Daily with some of his favorite Super Bowl props. Take a listen. Start right out giving you guys a prop bet, okay? Uh, one of the bets I really liked there was over the total combined touchdown yards, 74 and a half yards. So what that means is, you know, if I get a, a breakaway 40-yard touchdown, I'm already halfway there. So I, need, I just need the total combined yards of touchdowns over 74 and a half. They moved to 78 and a half. I tell you, I still think it's worth the bet. I, I think that's that's a good bet. I think the line was wrong at the beginning. So I, I think it's still worth the bet over 78 and a half yards with seven people in front of me. 
I had to hope the seven people in front of me did not make the same bet I was making. And because they're, they're going to move the line. I only found that once last night. I'd be happy to share that with, with you guys. Um, the bet I made was San Fran rushing yards. I like this, by the way. Get your pen out. I like this, um, this bet still. San Fran to have more rushing yards than KC rushing yards. So I wanted to bet that minus 10 and a half yards. I, we have that down. There's a much bigger number. So I actually laid 14 and a half. Imagine Bill Krakenberger laying 40% more of a line, a bad line on something. But I did because someone in front of me did, did find that prop out of the thousand props there. I, I couldn't believe that. I was like, oh my God. So they did find that one of those seven guys found that got to the window. Well, the more I think about it, no, I'm wrong. Because that was the second time around when I went to go bet that. I had them in, 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 in order of strength. And uh, that, was, that was about third or fourth, that bet, in order of strength. So the second time I got there, one of the 15, there was about 18 people there. So one of those 18 guys, one of the 36 bets, two, two bets per person, they made that bet. So, so again, uh, right now it's San Fran minus 15 and a half rushing yards versus KC. I still like it. It is a good prop. I think they're going to get much, many more rushing yards. I know you typically mostly bet props. Have you formed yep. an opinion on the side? Are you betting the side or total money line? I'm glad you asked this. And Aaron, you know, I don't really do NFL sides. Very rare, except for the preseason. I mm-hmm. have done very well, and I've given it out on every interview I have did last week and the week before that on the Chiefs both times. And not, I'm not sticking with them in the Super Bowl because of that. I'm betting them because I think the Chiefs are, are better. I think they're a better team. We've seen Purdy under pressure recently. Uh, yes, he had a great second half comeback last week. Two weeks ago, I, I, I bet Green Bay uh, with the points. That the game went to 10 and a half. And I thought Green Bay should have won outright, to be honest with you. So I, 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 even though we, we know San Fran is they – they're so deep. When I say deep – they have so many. You can just name McCaffrey, AU, and player after player after player. So much talent on San Fran. I know that. But the quarter, the quarterback is the, the big factor in my eyes. And there's no comparison if you want to compare uh, Brock Purdy to Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes one of the greatest quarterbacks we'll ever see in this game. Uh, he's right there with Montana, Brady, and you put definitely put his words. He is, he is the X factor in this game for me. As soon as the game came up, I was all over my, my, my Don Best screen looking to see where the game came up. It came up in a place in Jersey, which I couldn't get first. Plus, plus by the way, it opened up. People are saying it opened up two and a half. No, it opened up three. I watched it with my own eyes. So it opened up three, uh, plus three, minus $1.20. Then it went to minus $1.22, minus $1.25. Then finally, I had a book here that did open it up, $1.25, and I did get the bet a little bit on the three. Well, guess what? The plus three minus $1.22 showed up again, a big service that everyone does respect, not so much in the NFL, but they, they're more of a college basketball service. They released San Fran on Tuesday morning, I think it was. Well, because after I bet the plus three and, and I took some money line also on KC, the line went down to minus to San Fran minus one. You actually had to lay $1.15 on KC at a couple spots. They released the minus one. Tuesday, early Tuesday morning, I believe it was, and the line went to, again, minus two and a half, even strong two and a half. So it went to strong, minus two and a half, minus 20, and I actually bet the three, plus three, minus 22 again. So uh, I like KC in the game. 
And I tell you what, even though you can't get the Torino anymore, I still like Kansas City money line. So uh, a rare Super Bowl side for Bill Krakenberger. It's unusual. And uh, let's see if we can get the money with them. That was pretty wild, uh, that movement back, because, you know, in, in the sports betting media world, it was, oh, are we going to get to a pick em? Is KC really going to be favored? Seems like an avalanche of money on one side. And then we started seeing some of that money come in uh, on San Francisco. So uh, now we're back to kind of almost where we started. Uh, the one big two. sports book has it at two and a half. I see a two and a half out there. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Okay. Um, you mentioned props that you like, the uh, the touch down yardage on the over uh san francisco rushing yards more than kc rushing yards a- anything else you know as you're trying to to navigate we're still gonna gonna get probably more props as we get closer and closer yeah no no for sure um i'm looking to bet uh against the public on a lot of things so i'll maybe mm-hmm. wait um on on some things like i'll give you some things i would i would probably wait on people love betting on mccaffrey so i'm gonna hope to get a better number maybe on his rushing attempts more than yardage because he could bust some yards you know they go to him a lot on passes and and uh and 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 of course rushing i like his rushing attempts under i'm looking for like 19 and a half uh maybe 19 you know most of the sports books that are smart will will put halves on these things they want decisions on every bet they don't want to have to give someone back their money uh on pushes and i i I agree with that so yeah I'm going to go on a couple of different things. McCaffrey, Ayuk, both of their like rushing attempts on McCaffrey under, Ayuk receiving yards, and maybe even uh, receptions under like four and a half he'll have. So now when I say I'm going to wait, I'm hoping that the public money in volume betting on these things maybe you know push, pushes the line up to a number where it becomes even more bettable. So, yeah, so there's, there's a couple things that, you know, Every year we look for bets that the public doesn't make too, which we can bet now. Like how many, the amount of players that rush a ball, rushing attempts, about eight and a half. I like that under. I'm an under guy, mostly on props on Super Bowl. Granted, I will bet some overs too, though, which you have to evolve. I used to bet 90% unders on things on the Super Bowl. I'm probably more like 70, 70%, 75% unders. Uh, I, I definitely are, are, are willing to bet overs. And this is going to sound like an impossible bet to win. Not impossible, but very hard to win. So Wisnowski, punter, long, his longest punt, uh, I bet over 55 and a half yards yesterday. It's 56 and a half. It, you know, that, that sounds like an impossible thing to to win. Like, 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 why would you bet that? All the props you can come out with? I, I think he's going to have some, some decent punts in the game, which he's had in the past here. And I think you're going to get some yardage on the, on the ball rolling. I think we're going to have a couple 60-yard punts. So I, I like over on that. Boy, I gave you guys – I gave you guys – I'll tell you what, you hit me at the right time. You guys hit me the day after Westgate, gave out a lot more props right here than I gave out on any other interview. And I did like three interviews last night at the Westgate, but I only gave them one, one, one each. You guys have a way of pulling things out of the K-Man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're tired. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably. <laughs> so yep. l- let me ask you then, like, as it relates to the total then, Crack, like 47 and a half, we're talking about playing unders, playing overs, and that's on props, but how do you look at the total in this game? Like, I, I kind of see the low-scoring game with occasional big plays popping. You talked about the over and touchdown yardage. I mean, what's what's right. the game script in your head right now? 
So automatically you would think after telling you my strongest prop that I bet last night was the over on touchdown yardage. You would, you might think that means I like over in the game. Uh, that doesn't mean that I'm looking for a breakaway score. I'm looking for one big mm-hmm. one. That's, you know, 30, 40 yards and maybe get grind out the other ones, 15 yards, 20 yards. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm not looking for those one and a half yards pass interference touchdowns, you know, at the one yard line. Uh, that, that's normally, by the way, that, that reminds me, I didn't bet it this year. I still think it's probably a good bet, but the books have caught up to that. You under one and a half yards on, on the longest touchdown, shortest touchdown. I, I like betting that normally, but they juice me out. Now they're up to like a dollar sixty. I used to bet that minus a dollar ten, dollar twenty. And the higher the total that is, by the way, just to, just to know it's for next football season, you could blindly bet every total that's over fifty. You could bet under on that shortest touchdown. I love doing that. I don't have to know anything. I don't have to know any team color, or, you know, players. I don't have to know the names, the numbers, um, the jock, the mascots. I don't have to know anything. All I know is a high total under on the, the, the longest or the shortest touchdown. And um, there's also another, I was just telling a media source, so there was another bet like that. Oh, live wagering. Let me just tell you something, guys, because BetMGM, of course, has live wagering for the Super Bowl. I would put up like three different screens and I would compare the sports book lines because you'll be shocked. Every company has their own algorithm on their live wagering and I'll tell you, like if someone, a major player gets hurt or something, that algorithm is not based on that. So you want to keep the, the algorithm is based on the pre-flop number and, and, and the teams uh, like they've been playing. The latest form also means a lot. So live wagering, you'd want to put that into there in case, you know, you think you can find something there. If someone goes out, even a major quarterback or something, a backup comes in, that the, the live wagering number is based on the uh, pre-flop number. So there's a little... Some little uh, nuggets of wisdom there, hopefully, to pass along yeah. to your people. Professional better Bill Krakenberger, who was featured on a Showtime documentary called Action. Great info from Crack. Uh, follow me on X, at Joe Ostrowski, at Joe Ostrowski. We'll get to my favorite Super Bowl bets in about 20 minutes. But coming up next, a former Vegas bookmaker shares his favorite Super Bowl story. And Sam Panianovich has his best bets. This is Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski on 670 The Score and the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. Oregon's down by 12. They're on the 45-yard line with no timeouts. Oregon's got an All-American field goal kicker. Why didn't somebody tell me? Bet with an edge. He'd find out the kind of inside stuff nobody else knew, and that's what he put his money on. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. A friend of mine is very smart, said I've been very lucky with gambling. I've never won. Early odds of Joe Ostrowski at 670 to score. I love old school Vegas stories and Vegas, the site of this year's Super Bowl, which is still quite strange to say. We'll get one of those stories in a moment, but we have odds on Justin Fields' next team. The favorite is the Bears at plus 125, but not far behind. You've got the Falcons at plus 175. Third favorite drops a little bit. It's not going to happen. It's the Raiders at plus 550. Your next tier, the Commanders, Steelers, and Seahawks, all in that 8-9-1 to nine to one range. And then we get to the Broncos and Patriots at 16-1. to one. Caleb Williams, still a monster favorite to be the number one overall pick. All right, let's get to a couple of uh, friends of mine in the business. Dave Sherapan, a longtime Vegas bookmaker who has now crossed over to the dark side doing sports betting media. Uh, this week on BetQL Daily, Dave joined us, and I asked Dave for his favorite Super Bowl betting story. Uh, this is a good one. Take a listen. One close to home, and I've told and great people at Yahoo Sportsbook back in the day put together this fun little cartoon video was 2011 Steelers-Packers. And I had a future on the Steelers, and I had a name tag that said Dave Pittsburgh PA. So everybody knew that I was from Pittsburgh, and I maybe sound like it a little bit. Some people would say I have an accent. I don't know if I do or not. Just a little bit of Ott and Don every once in a while comes out. But guys showed up. We opened the book Sunday at 6.30 in the morning. I'm there to open the book. 6 o'clock, get the cash, put it in the drawers. Me and one other person are there. It's quiet. And a guy shows up and says, I want to bet the Super Bowl. I said, great. What would you like to bet? And he said, well, I want to bet a million dollars. And I said, okay, buddy, no problem. Go get the money. We'll take the bet. And he disappeared from behind, you know, and came up on the counter and popped the duffel bag up and said, I got the money right here. And I was like, stunned Because I kind of said, you know, we had it on the marquee. We were taking a million on the side. And up to that point, nobody had come in to do it. And I said, the money's here. And he said, count it. Yeah. I unzipped the bag and neatly shrunk wrap in there as a million in cash. And I uh, said, hold on, I got to go in the back. And I went in the back and said, there's a guy out here. He wants to bet the game for a million dollars. And I he said, what does he want to bet? And I was like, I, I got to go ask him. Hold on. I ran back out. I said, what do you want? You want to bet point spread money line? What do you want to bet? He said, what's the difference? What's the difference? You want to bet a million dollars? You're going, okay. So I don't know if he's playing me. I'm playing him, but I know he's got a bag. So I said, you want the Packers minus two and a half or, or, or the Steelers plus two and a half? No, I want the Packers. Okay. Go back. He wants the Packers. All right, write the bet. So there was only one other supervisor there. We divided the bag, ran the money, boom, 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 printed the ticket. And I said to the guy, do you want to, sit in the VIP and watch the game with us? He said, no, I just bet a million dollars on it. I don't want to watch the game. I'm leaving. And he left. And that was it. That was the first seven-figure bet I ever took on the game. 18 minutes later, 
A guy comes running in. We move the line to minus two and a half, uh, minus 120. So he could take the Steelers even money. A guy comes running in and says, Dave, 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 what? And I knew this guy, regular. He says, I want to bet the game. Okay. Steelers. Okay. How much? A million. And I went like this. I said, (laughs) are you serious? And he said, yes, yes, quick. Lock it in. Lock it in. So I go to the back and I say to the boys, I'm like, yeah, your man's out here. wants to bet a million on the Steelers. Okay. Ran the money. This money was in a different bag. It was not the same. I don't know where this one came from. You know, a guy and a guy, who knows, but it was dusty and it had a lot of things jammed up the money counter. It was was not buried in the desert somewhere. Uh It probably was in somebody's backyard or something. And he bet a million dollars on the Steelers. And we had literally a a $2.1 million taken in 18 minutes. And I couldn't fit it in the drawer. I had to walk it over to the cage, get an escort. The end of the whole store is the best part. I had just taken. $2.1 $2.1 million in bets immediately. And I'm like, wow, all right. You know, I had to close my window, put the close sign up, get all the money back. I come back, move the close sign. Guy comes up to the counter, says, I want to make a parlay. I said, okay. $5. dollars $5, <laughs> $18. I'm like, oh my God. He bet Ovechkin to score a goal. He bet he used the hockey games, the basketball games. He parlayed everything in in an eighteen five dollar parlay, and um, he didn't win. He didn't even make it to kickoff. The game's <laughs> lost, but that was the, that was one of my favorites. That's the one I hang my hat on. Dave Sherapan, there, Pittsburgh guy. You might be able to tell. You can hear a little bit of Wani, a little bit of Dicka, a little bit of Buffon. All right, what about bets for tomorrow? My buddy Sam Panianovich, now at Nesson in Boston, working on a sports betting show out there. He has his favorite prop bets, and like me, he's avoiding side in total. Here's Sammy P on BetQL Daily. Currently 100% props, which is wild. But, I mean, these these are the tightest lines in the game, right? I mean, all season, this is the tightest side and the tightest total, and it's shaped by millions of dollars across the country. So uh, there's really not an edge laying to, I, I feel like the total is just right. Let me rip through these props here. I got uh, the first touchdown will be rushing plus 125. Uh, I'm big on Juszczyk because he has eaten this Chiefs defense for lunch. In the last three games, uh, not a big sample size, but three games against the uh, the Chiefs, he's got 11 targets and he's caught at least 30 yards worth of passes in all three of those games because the Chiefs secondary is very physical, and they're, I, I call them droppy. They play deep. Meanwhile, they got Jones and Karlathis up front who create havoc in the pocket. So Juszczyk is perfect because he throws a block or a chip, and then he flares out on these broken plays. And, and I'm talking not only one target, you know, three, four, five targets. Um, I got him to catch at least one pass. It's getting expensive, minus 150, and then – over three and a half yards, minus 115. I, you know, he's either going to have no catches for no yards or he's going to have two for 12. Like, I don't feel like there's a middle ground. Um, first quarter under, nine and a half. I usually play this in Super Bowls. And then uh, my long shot bet, which probably won't hit, but I'll, I'll say it anyways, 60-yard field goal. Uh, I got 40 to one, and now it's about 35 to one. We'll see what happens. 
I heard you talking about Kelsey. Is there anyone else that you have your eye on that maybe you'll be hitting some unders on as we get closer to kickoff? I think if you monitor, look, if you're willing to short the best player in football, you're going to be rewarded. And, you know, I looked at Patrick Mahomes, and I think one of the most popular props going into Sunday is going to be Mahomes over, not only on passing yards, but I want to talk about the passing touchdown market. You know, this is not a good passing offense, despite what people think. He's incredible, but the receivers are, are pretty meh. Rice has promised, but he's young. He's never played in a game like this. And Kelsey's going to have to face, you know, Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw in the middle. It's not an ideal matchup for the Chiefs passing attack. It's good for the running attack, but not for the passing attack. If you wait until Saturday or Sunday and you go under one and a half passing touchdowns for Mahomes, you honestly, I mean, right now you can get plus 130, plus 135. There's a world where over one and a half touchdowns gets to minus 180 or minus 190. And I know people don't want to short Mahomes, but we're not betting the player, we're betting the price. And if they're going to hang a minus 190 to go over one and a half passing touchdowns, I'm going to take plus 160 on the no, that he throws zero or one. People don't want to hear that. But again, the price should be minus 130, 140. But because everybody's going to bet Mahomes and Kelsey and the Chiefs specifically, these prices are all way higher than they should be. And, you know, I was, I was in the lunchroom yesterday at Nesson, and the guy in accounting, the guy in accounting, excuse me, who I know doesn't bet, he, he goes, yeah. Vegas says this wrong. Chiefs should be a five-point favorite. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh my God. The accounting guy's making lines now. You know, like, that's, that's <laughs> where I'm at. So when I hear something like that, I think, all right, I got I to gotta be smart about what I do here, and I got to take advantage of this infatuation with Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey. If it beats me, I'm fine. But guess what? I'm going to take plus prices fading Mahomes and Kelsey. Plus prices, not minus prices. Nesson Sampanianovich there way back in the day. We did a sports betting podcast before everyone had a sports betting podcast. Uh, That was from BetQL Daily this week. Weekdays 8 to 11 a.m. on the BetQL Network, which you can find on the Odyssey app, Twitch, YouTube, and 105.9 FM HD2. All right, it's time. My favorite Super Bowl 58 bets are next. You've got early odds with Joe Ostrowski the day before on 670 The Score and the Odyssey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Early odds with Joe Ostrowski. Oregon's down by 12. They're on the 45-yard line with no timeouts. Oregon's got an All-American field goal kicker. Why didn't somebody tell me? Bet with an edge. He'd find out the kind of inside stuff nobody else knew, and that's what he put his money on. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? Early odds with Joe Ostrowski. A friend of mine is very smart, said I've been very lucky with gambling. I've never won. The score listener line is powered by BetQL. Bet smarter, read the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. It's the day before. Now, if you're positive, you're going to say, yeah, Super Bowl Sunday. Or if you're negative, you might think, oh, it's going to be the end of the football season. That's where we sit. And Jim Miller joins me in his weekly spot here, contributor here on Early Odds every single week. And, Jim, we've got to get right down to business because each of us, have a lot of props that we want to throw out to the early odds audience, and we want to get each other's reaction. So let's kind of break this down prop area by prop area, I guess. Uh, passing props, stuff that involves these quarterbacks from a passing perspective. And I say that because maybe I have a quarterback that I'm going to use for rushing. But passing props, what are you thinking? So here's what I'm thinking. Here's the prop that I like. And, and Joe, I think this is going to be a wildly entertaining game. And I'm of the mindset that I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Mm. I'm playing the over, but when you look at so many of these props, so much of it is offensive-related and big offensive days and that kind of stuff. So everything I'm looking at is in the over category. Here's a passing prop that I love, Joe, that I don't know how many people are going to play, but it's over two-and-a-half players to throw a pass. And I think it's going to hit. You know Purdy's throwing a pass. You know Mahomes is throwing a pass. Of course, if there were a quarterback injury, that brings a third person into the mix. But you have multiple players who have also thrown passes. Debo Samuel's thrown passes before. Christian McCaffrey's thrown passes before. Things get drawn up. Things get brought out of the playbook on Super Bowl Sunday. I'm playing over two and a half players to throw a pass in the Super Bowl. It's one of those where, yeah, coaches come up with their trick plays. And I'm going to talk about the the conservative nature of these two coaches coming up. But like you mentioned, it takes one and you do have those those dual threat guys on both offenses. We've seen them do different things with receivers. I'll put it this way. I'm not going to bet it, but I'd be scared to bet under two and a half. But there's just so many things, so many variables that can happen. I think it's going to be a wildly entertaining game. So I think that'll be a fun one to play. After that, Joe, I'm looking on the Niners side of things, Brock Purdy to throw over for his passing yard total. I think the Niners are going to be utilizing things through the air, and then I'll just see how things unfold. But again, I'm expecting a lot of points to be put up on the board, and for that to happen, it's going to require a whole lot of passing yards. Yeah, a lot of overs from Jim Miller. Let me I'll, I'll say this, that if you're betting props early, and I know we're kind of past that point, but it's not when the majority are betting, right? The majority are going to be betting tomorrow. Overs early, unders late. Sometimes it's the same prop. That's what a lot of these pros are going to be doing. They're going to be wait tomorrow until they get the best number, and then they're going to be betting unders, and they're going to be betting no 
on events like one that you just said on will at least two and a half players throw a pass. My passing prop goes to the interception. I feel better about the Mahomes side, but I also have a play on the Purdy side, and it's close to a coin flip. So not juice much at all. Mahomes, not to throw an interception. I like Purdy to throw an interception. Now, the Mahomes one I feel stronger about. Last six playoff games, he has not thrown a pick. Last four games this season, he has zero turnover-worthy plays. So, of course, no interceptions in that stretch. In his 17 playoff games, Mahomes has not thrown an interception in 13 of 17 games. I love Mahomes. He He's learned. He's been talking about it this week about those danger throws, staying away from that, especially in an event like the Super Bowl. I'm saying Mahomes does not throw a pick, and Purdy does. Like, you can attack this different ways. You can also say, oh, well, I'll just take Kansas City. We'll have more interceptions in the game. Like, you could also do that at a coin flip, but um, I think Purdy is going to end up throwing one. How about you? I do expect that he's going to throw one as well, and it's just because I expect him to take a lot more chances, too, and you're right, just about how smart Patrick Mahomes is, how wise he's been just for when it comes time to tuck the ball and run, even if it's getting one to two yards, sometimes that turns into eight to 10 yards. But like you mentioned, Joe, this leads into other props because you can look up and down the board for just how many turnovers overall there's going to be in the game. Yep. If you believe you're not going to have any Patrick Mahomes interceptions, then that leads you to the under on total turnovers as well. So you can definitely look to uh, that aspect of the wagers also. All right, I'm going to go first on rushing props. And this one has been jumping up during the week, and I think it's for good reason. Brock Purdy rushing props. His rushing yards has gone up a couple from 10.5 to 12.5, and and there's good reason for that. If you look at the two playoff games, we're talking about five, six attempts. Overall in the season, he's been running a lot more lately. They got here. They're not worried about a Purdy injury derailing their entire season like we saw last year. But Purdy rushing props, I think, are good. Even at 12.5, I don't mind going over that number. Three and a half rush attempts. If you go over, there's good plus money there. I could see him getting five, six attempts once again. And I know it's popular. Pacheco props make a lot of sense. That's how you attack San Francisco's defense. Maybe Kansas City's playing from out in front, and Pacheco gets a ton of opportunities like he did in the two blowout playoff games. If you want to go over 66 and a half rushing yards, I don't mind that. He's minus 125 for an anytime touchdown. So I'm looking Pacheco and Purdy on the rushing side. How about you? Okay, so first off, on the Purdy end of things, I love that play, Joe. I I think he's going to easily surpass the yardage total, no matter what it is. If it's under 20, I think he's going over 20 rushing yards for the game. I love the over on the rushing attempts number. And the reason I say that is because I'm siding on the San Francisco side of things. And you have to remember, kneel downs count as a rush. Yeah. And this is massive because you go back to when the Rams won a couple years ago, the Matt Stafford kneel down put him over for rushing attempts for the game. So if you're late in the game, San Francisco has the lead. You're talking the possibility of even with a single kneel down, but it could become two or three. Those are all rushing attempts. So I would play the over on that as well. Pacheco, I have a lot of faith in him too. I'm just curious to see if it's going to be rushing the ball, receiving the ball, what the plan is going to be. But there's so many props out there that include Pacheco also. So I'll be curious to see, but I would not surprise me that either of those hit. Uh, Anything you have in the rushing category? All right, so here's some things that I want to run your way in the rushing category, and it's more kind of of those game novelty type of bets that provide a little bit more value. So here's the first one I wanted to offer your way, which I'm going to be really kind of curious to see how things unfold. 
And this is going back to your guy, Isaiah Pacheco. If you believe he'll get 50-plus rushing yards each half, meaning he's going to have to have a solid game, you can get that number at 11-1. to 1. That's a pretty good number. We talk about Patrick Mahomes protecting the ball. If you think Patrick Mahomes could possibly go for 25 rushing yards in each half, you can get that for 24 to 1. Again, a massive number. And how about this, Joe? If you want to go even bigger into the game, if you think Christian McCaffrey could have a huge game and Debo Samuel, and this is a massive, massive number, but these guys both have huge rush potential to break for large gains. If they combine for 250 rushing yards in the game or more, you can get that at 80 to 1. I, I do like the rushing here. And I don't know that the game script really matters because it is expected to be a closer game. Just look at the point spread as this refuses to hit three. And the weaknesses on both defense, stopping the run. And both offenses, at times, they'll go run heavy. San Francisco, for sure. Kansas City, it's up in the air. But if they're playing from out in front, Pacheco gets the rushes. We saw twice so far in the playoffs that Pacheco got 24 attempts. So because of the odds, like normally I wouldn't bet on that, but because of the odds, I can I can see a path. I, I, I certainly can, but you'll need a little luck on your side for those to hit for sure. Of course, and you need, you need a high-scoring game. But here's the other thing, too, that's interesting. Neither of these teams are the ground and pound. Hey, first down, let's try to rush for two or three. Second down, let's try to rush for two or three to make it short. It's Isaiah Pacheco and Christian McCaffrey with the ability at any time to break for a huge game. But a lot of times, even a shorter rush is four and a half, five yards. So those do add up. And like you said, Pacheco, 24 carries in a game. McCaffrey has so many touches throughout the course of the game. There's potential for a lot of this. And two quarterbacks that I do believe scramble well. So there's potential for a lot of good numbers to be put up there. Early odds with Joe Ostrowski, Sports Radio 670. The score going over our favorite prop bets for tomorrow's Super Bowl uh, with Jim Miller, weekly contributor here on Early Odds. Jim, you go first. Receiving props. Which players do you have targeted? So we talked last week a little bit about George Kittle and Debo Samuel. So here's some props I wanted to toss your way that I thought provided some pretty good value. So first off, George Kittle. I think he's going to be targeted a fair amount. I'm thinking between six to eight targets on the course of the game. If you want to bet him to get just 25 receiving yards or more in each half, you can get that at three to one odds. I think that's a pretty solid number. Debo, I think Debo's going to have a huge game, Joe. If you think Debo Samuel can get just 50 receiving yards in each half, you can get 14 <laughs> to one on that. I yeah. think that's a massive number as well for 14 to one there. And then Joe, if you want to get just even a little bit crazier and you think Brock Purdy's going to have a massive game passing the ball and it goes through Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk, if you think they can combine for 250 receiving yards on the game, you can get that number at 30 to one. You know, it's interesting. It, you know, it makes me think that they're trying to juice up those odds on do this in the first half, do this in the second half as well, uh, because both of these teams, especially I'd say more so on the Kansas City side, but both they aren't balanced in each half, right? With with Kansas City, nobody talked about in the AFC Championship that they were held scoreless in the second half of that game. Now, the Kittle thing, I don't know if this injury is real. How hobbled is he? He's been limited at practice this week. Is a foot going to be bothering him at all? He has some blow-up games. We've seen that this year, and a lot of times those have come in blow-out performances when they're getting blown out he's been a a garbage time guy I ended up stepping away from Kittle it's a low number 
in general. I know you're talking about 25 in each half, and the prop is like 46 and a half. It's been there all week. So I'm walking away from Kittle because I don't have to bet it because there are so many different options this week. But he is a guy that I took a look at, and we talked on the show last week. Debo, love him for an anytime touchdown. So that's what I'm going to be doing uh, with Debo. There's two that I like for receiving, and they both happen to be on the Chiefs' side, which can always be a little bit dicey. I'm falling for it, man. I know, super popular. Everybody's going to be in on it, but popular for a good reason. And San Francisco has had their issues defending the tight end position. I thought this Kelsey number was going to be higher. It's been trickling up throughout the week. But still, Jim, we're now at 71 and a half, and Kelsey has had 71 or more receiving yards in now 12 straight playoff games, 12 in a row. I'm going to bet him for an anytime touchdown. I don't have a problem with that. I think Kelsey is going to get his, and maybe he's going to come up with an award later on. And another one that's kind of flying under the radar is I think Mahomes kind of trusts MVS again. Like we're kind of there. In the last two playoff games, he does have a grab of 32 yards. So I like MVS longest reception. It, you just need one at over 13 and a half. It's uh, gone up a little bit. It was 12 and a half earlier this week. But for him, I mean, I doubt it's going to come down to that half. I'm going over 13 and a half and, and Kelsey over on the yardage. The only thing that they do with MVS really is toss that ball downfield. So if he is going to make a catch, it's going to be over that number. I think that's a great play. I love that it took us this long to get to Travis Kelsey. Yeah. But I'm with you. He's looking at triple, triple digits for receiving yards. And some other Kelsey plays that come into the mix too, if you want to combine them on the game prop ends, how about this? If you think Debo and Kelsey are going to combine for 100 receiving yards or more in the first half, you can get that at three and a half to one, which could very easily happen. How about Brandon Ayuk and Kelsey, each to just have 25 receiving yards in each half? That's six to one. So there are some huge Kelsey numbers. Here's the thing that I found very interesting, Joe, for some bigger plays, but some numbers that I thought really had the potential to hit, all right? We think Travis Kelsey is a touchdown machine. I think he has the potential to have a multiple touchdown game because everything goes through him. We like Isaiah Pacheco. We like Debo Samuel. If you think between Debo, Pacheco, and Kelsey, they can combine for four touchdowns in the game, you're going to get nine to one. If you think it's a high-scoring game like me, which I do, and you think they can combine for five or more touchdowns, 34 to one odds. So if it is a high-scoring affair, mm. there's certain guys that's going through. So I'll be curious to see. But I know on the offensive end of things for Kansas City, it basically goes through two guys. It's going it, through Pacheco. Yeah. It's going through Travis Kelsey. Yeah, that total not budging at all this week. Pretty much just sitting there. 47 and a half for basically a couple weeks. Let's talk MVP, Jim. Uh, final few minutes here. You know, when I look at the KC side, if you think KC is going to win it, I think it's down to two guys. It's Mahomes or Kelsey. The Kelsey number keeps dropping, and I think for good reason. When we got the Super Bowl, it was 20. It was set as high as 17 for a while. Now we're down to 14 to 1. And the reason is, and I don't believe most people know this, 20% of the MVP vote is a fan vote. Kelsey yep. is going to get that. Uh, San Francisco, I think it's more wide open. Purdy, sure, winning quarterback, could absolutely win it. CMC, the Niners are winning the Super Bowl. Very good chance that it's going to be CMC having a big day. Plus 450, I like that as a wager. I bet Bosa at 100 to 1. I don't know that I'm recommending it. He would have to have a Von Miller-type crazy performance in a low-scoring game. But uh, if you are looking for another dart throw, Fred Warner, media loves him. 
four picks, four forced fumbles. Like he could have one monster game and he's 200 to one. But uh, I think you could run the gamut over on the Niners side. It's a, it's a narrow band on the KC side. On the KC side, I'm with you. I mean, of course, it, it tends to be a quarterback award, but it doesn't have to be. I will stay away from the quarterbacks just because you want to find value. I like the Kelsey number because here's the thing. The fan vote is very important. Travis Kelsey is the one player on that team that has the potential for 100 yards and three touchdowns. If he can do that, he gets the job done, and he would get the MVP, I think, over Mahomes. I think he would need a multiple touchdown game to do so. On the San Francisco end, I'm curious to see what the number is on Debo Samuel because, remember, you went into the NFC Championship game with him as a question mark for if he was even going to be used, and he had a big game in the NFC Championship game. Now you've had two weeks to recover more. He's going to be a larger part of the offense. He's got the potential to me to go for 50-plus rushing yards and 100-plus receiving yards with a couple of scores. Mm-hmm. If he were to do that, I think there's the potential he could win the award on the San Francisco end of things. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Jim, you know, we've only got a couple minutes left here. Let's run through the novelty entertainment props. Why don't you go first? I've got way too many of them, so uh, have at it. So here's the one. I mean, everybody loves the coin toss. If you want to take I'd your chance flip your money on the coin toss, then good luck to you. I stay away from the coin toss completely. After that, I I love when people are talking about the length of the national anthem, and you have to shop around to find it a little bit because I've seen people go and try to find past anthems sung by anthem singers for the Super Bowl. So I stay away from that too. But a lot of times, remember, this is the world's biggest stage. If you want to play it, I would play the under on the number only for the fact that it is kind of nerve-wracking, even for a musical superstar, and they do tend to rush through it a little bit. You get the Gatorade color, that kind of stuff. If there's the Gatorade bath at the end of the game, curious to see what happens on that end of things. I would vote for any type of clear color if you wanted to play Gatorade, but there's so many crazy props. If you search, you can find it. I was finding ones that were talking about field goal kickers hitting an upright or the crossbar. I thought that was an amazing one, and I may actually play it because I do not trust the Niners kicker at all. It wouldn't surprise me if you do have an upright or crossbar get hit. Anthem, my favorite prop every year. I'm with you. I did a lot of research on Reba Anthems. We can go to the 1974 National Finals Rodeo in Oklahoma City when she did it one minute and 12 seconds. We can go to the 85 World Series, Game 1, St. Louis KC, one minute and five seconds. We can go to the Celebrity Hope Softball Classic of 2017, one minute and 18 seconds. <laughs> and people keep betting the over, Jim, because they think, no. oh, Reba's 68 years old. She's going to take her time. She's going to no, drag it not. out. I could not disagree more. Play the under. I see it as high as 90 and a half seconds. I don't understand it. Usher. Under, half, under, under. Yes. Usher halftime show. It, this one's hard to find, but the over under on songs is always a prop that's available. People would be shocked at the number of songs that they squeeze into these halftime shows of late. Last year, Rihanna's performance had 15 songs, Jim. The number's eight and a half. It's over. just, I don't care. It's way over with Usher. America the Beautiful by Post Malone. This guy, when he does covers, he drags it out. I've been on YouTube scouring, and believe me, he drags it out. And there are some singers, when performing America the Beautiful, like we're knocking on almost three minutes, and this is 109 and a half seconds. Give me the over. Post Malone's version of America the Beautiful. Love that. You know, the MVP, who they're going to thank right after the game, that's always brought up. If it's Purdy, it's going to be God. 
if it's Mahomes, it's going to be the teammates, just based off my research. Um, <laughs> Kyle Shanahan, 28-3. to Will that be mentioned? I think it will. That pays off at almost 2-1. to one. And, and, Jim, I know you're a big fan of the Puppy Bowl. For the yes. winning touchdown to go to Bark Purdy, that's 33-1 to one for your long shot. <laughs> that is the greatest prop ever. Bark Purdy. Purdy. How many people are going to name their dogs in San Francisco Bark Purdy? They're going to make sure that Bark Purdy gets the game-winning touchdown. I guarantee that. Jim, enjoy tomorrow's Super Bowl. Thank you so much. This is going to be so great, Joe. Good luck. Good luck tomorrow, everyone. I know you want to have fun, and it's going to be the last game until September, but you also want to make sure that you avoid making it a miserable experience. Uh, thank you to Bill Krakenberger, Dave Sherapan, Sam Panionovic, and Jim Meller for jumping on over the last hour. If you missed any of it, Odyssey app or Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski podcast. Also, tons of Super Bowl bets on the BetQL Daily Pod. Make sure you subscribe. We react to everything on Monday. Inside the Clubhouse with Bruce Levine and David Haw is next. Cash those tickets and keep it locked right here on 670 The Score. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.